Hello and welcome back to the Animed Podcast. This is episode nine, and I'm your host, Delfino, December Oli on Twitter, resident Hundred Thieves fan. And today I'm joined by Andrea Elaine Arsh and a very special guest. If y'all would introduce yourselves. Uh hello. I'm Andrea. I'm on this podcast. More often than not, I never know how what to say in this. I'm just an overly invested LCS fan. Uh, I'm Arsh. I'm excited for this episode. We're hopefully going to start getting off-season news soon as well, so I'm also looking forward to that. I fly home tonight, uh, so I'm ready to get on a plane. Yeah. Uh, I'm Elaine, resident JoJo fan and Inspired fan, back after three weeks, so I'm pretty excited to be here. And as I mentioned, we do have a very special guest, former EG head coach Peter Dunn. Hey, um, nice to meet you all. Um, yeah, former head coach, former head of coaching staff, etc., uh, etc. Et Current uh, NALCS fan, uh, unattached to any team as of yet, um, but looking forward to discussing some LCS, uh, LCS uh, rumors and discussions going into next year. Okay, so we're going to have a really fun episode today with our wonderful guest. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Um, so opening question, uh, how has offseason treated your favorite teams and players so far? Um, I can go first. Well, for me, my two favorite players, Tenacity and Busio, are being treated quite well by offseason. Um, rumors are that they're both going to be starting on EG or 100 Thieves, and we are very excited for that because those are my two favorite teams. Yeah, Delphi's just getting everything she wanted. It's a little unfortunate. <laughs> I don't like seeing Delphi happy, so it's not. Hey, oh. Arsh. Um, um, it's just, it's tenacity and Boosio. I mean, they deserve the spot, so I'm not even mad. They really They're, do deserve yeah. spots. Boosio is so good. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Peter has thoughts on on how good these two players are because he's seen um, he's seen them come up, but like, I thought they are really good. Yeah, no, no. I think Boosio is better than people actually think he is, like the public thinks he is. So, so. real. <laughs> so, so we'll have to see. Uh, I think that that he has a lot of he has a lot of mechanical talent. Sanasti um, has been was obviously you know he had the team playing around him last year, so he hasn't looked as good this year because he's been learning new playstyles and learning to adapt to team as like one of the more veteran people on the Hundred Thieves Academy. So excited to see him make the transition. He's kind of made himself a more complete player this year. So yeah, so both of them I think are going to be really good going into LCS next year. No. I think that's based, very based. Uh, for me, my favorite player or favorite team players, whatever. Um, I'm happy that C9 is mostly sticking together. I don't know what's happening in mid lane, but you know, they always seem to make the correct Pour decisions. One out. Uh, Maya's Maya. Maya's listening. Uh, LCS America, our resident Cloud Nine hyper enjoyer. Uh, she is listening to us right now, and I'm sure she's molding because I said I like the C9 roster, uh, but. I actually, I, I do like that they stuck together. I'm big, I'm a big fudge blabber enjoyer, so. Yeah, in my case, been doing? I mean, in my case, I was <laughs> really only invested in one thing this offseason, and it's already kind of doomed. <laughs> so the only thing oh. I was, like, invested in was having Kaori in the LCS, because that's something I have been trying to manifest to happen since, like, mid-season when he was doing his Korean solo queue streams, yeah. and he was, like, hearts morphing and like i was just looking forward to having like it's silly but like my tcl mvp versus tcl all pro in the lcs and all that oh my but goodness yeah 
Wait, what about what about CLGs sticking together? Or was that not? Oh, yeah, you're invested in that. Okay, no. so that I said I was the only thing I was like super invested in. I have so my other my teams because my favorite teams, uh, EG. I just am not worried about. I was not worried about them even before the Kelsey thing was announced. Now that the Kelsey thing is out, like it's pr pretty much like I I have zero worries about uh, the direction EG is taking. And so true, in CLG's so. case, in CLG's case, I'm just. I just have a lot of trust in the CLG stuff. They have earned it. So for now, I'm like chill about them. Uh, so it, yeah, I really only, I do not think nothing super terrible is going to happen to all the teams I like. I was just, that, that, that was the one thing I wanted that it's like now kind of doomed. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Kelsey, like, I don't know. That was insane. I thought that was such a cool move. I was like in class and I was freaking out. <laughs> One of oh, the better sick. things that happened in off season so far. <laughs> but why did what has made you sad this off season, Elaine? Why do you sound so sad? I'm yeah, Elaine's depressed, I'm not dude. Sad. No, I'm not. <laughs> she misses inspired. Uh, okay, the call out. The call out. Okay, okay. Great transition. I'm not sad because okay, I, yeah, I miss them. But like, as far as answering the question about how off season has treated. Jojo and Inspired, um, I think it's treating them well. I mean, Jojo is like a ghost, but at least I know they're both like chilling at home. I assume that Jojo is going to school. Um, up until a few days ago, Jojo was literally only playing Silas and Azir in solo queue, which I thought was really <laughs> My funny. Goat. He's Zekka. He's Zekka for real. As, he's Zekka. He's Zekka. As for, as for Casper, uh, I'm not sure how many people know this, but he changed his EUS solo queue account name to Jojo Pin Fangirl, and that means that we are now twinning because um, that's my account name on the NA server. That's Jojo actually Pin so Fangirl. funny. Imagine one of these times we think we're playing with Elaine and it's just inspired. <laughs> I I'm not sure if he knows we're twinning, but we are, which is incredibly based. And I mentioned like the last time I was on, which was like three episodes ago, that I have only one wish this off season, and it was for them to stay together. And like I feel like all signs point to that happening, which makes me happy because like pretty soon after that, Inspired had like this thirty-minute Polish interview, um, and someone like translated, um, like Yukulia on Twitter translated some of the main points, and he talked about like feeling happy in EG, especially with Jojo. And apparently, Jojo was the only player that he name dropped during the interview, and he talked about him for like half of it. <laughs> so because Jojo Pin is the NA goat. Yeah, True. for real, for real. And because they're besties, and I'm looking forward to seeing the best mid jungle duo continue next year. <laughs> Obviously, those two are going to be great. I think the offseason is treating JoJo far too kindly. He still hasn't streamed yet. Even <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when is he going to do it? Can is anyone can anyone like get JoJo to stream, or is he just like like he's stubborn or what? Like it's impossible. I, I tried. I tried bribery. I tried threats. Did you really bribe him? Wait, why doesn't he want to? Do you know? Um, he. So this is something that was. I'm trying to work out if you if you'll hate me for telling. No, but this is something that was the case in Academy when he was coming up in Academy. Peter, can you move closer to your mic? Oh, there, there, were, there was some quite prominent. Um, Peter, you're like kind of getting quieter. You're speaking in tongues at the moment. You've only gotten quieter <laughs> since I told you to move closer. <laughs> oh, the huh? the end of the better was really nice. So whatever you did oh, no. there. No, 
Do I need to increase sensitivity? Oh, oh that's oh, terrific. This, is, this seems good. This seems good. This is great. That's good. Okay, keep going. Okay, so so basically, there were lots of content creators who wanted to do things with him when he was in academy and smashing people in spring, um, but he didn't want to do it because he said that he only felt comfortable doing it when he'd proven that he was the best. But at that time, being the wow. best was winning uh, LCS. He said he'd do it if he won oh. LCS, and then he yeah, won yeah, LCS. What and then it was the knockout stages of an international tournament. Then he got <laughs> stages. Of, so he's gonna of, keep uh, raising the bar. So he has to win. He's worlds gonna have to win worlds. Yeah, no, he's gonna be like, well, I won worlds, worlds, but it wasn't a grand slam. I, ha I haven't had like a yeah. four worlds wins in a row. <laughs> yeah, I need yeah, to be you know, better than Faker before I stream. <laughs> oh my god. Or, or, or like, or you know, like I won in, I won in League of Legends. You know, I'm gonna have to win in count. I'm gonna have to win a Counter Strike major too. Just you know. So. <laughs> uh, he's gonna have to win his Fortnite tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys should let him know that you're looking forward to his stream. I'm sure he'll appreciate it. And I'm sure he still won't stream, even if we ask. There's there's someone asking on Twitter, adding him every single day. Kuzi, my goat. That, yeah, Kuzi someone. We don't know. It could, could be yeah, anyone. We, we have no idea. Okay, <laughs> so, moving on. Um, we wanted to, obviously, there's like, we wanted to talk about recent drama with, well, not drama, but it was kind of, we it was talked about a little on Hotline League, but... Um, just the the work ethic, lazy players drama, and I know you talked about how you felt it was really unfair that Vulcan was targeted. Um, and Elaine has a couple of questions to ask about like the like the LCS scene as a whole. Oh yeah, I mean, I just wrote like, what is what do you feel like are the NA players' goals? Like, do they want to win LCS, or is it like international success is the goal? Or are they just like quote unquote coasting like the redditors are like they're here for the paycheck? So everyone wants to win, right? Like yeah. I, I mean, even the people that aren't willing to work hard for it still want to win. So okay. I think I think people do want to win. Uh, I think that the problem, the so the problem is that if you are so North America is an isolated region, right? So it's different from. You know, Europe, it's different because Europe has the ERLs, right? So you can always scrim good opponents there. Um, and it's separate from from the Asian regions, which are kind of all grouped together as well. Um, even if you're in Vietnam, you know, you can still scrim Japanese teams from not awful ping. Um, but if you're in NA, your choices are LLA. And I'll be honest, LLA teams frequently do badly against academy teams in scrims. So you don't, you're not necessarily getting good practice there. Uh, you can't scrim Brazil, um, and there's no other region you can scrim. Brazil, Brazil, the ping's too much. So, um, so basically, the region's isolated, and the problem in an isolated region is if you get to the top of your region and there's nowhere else for you to go, you're you're kind of stuck, right? Because if you're if you're at the top of a of a group, the the problem is that every that you can force yourself to get better but it's going to take you a lot of extra effort to gain like a small percentage point right so imagine normally just in terms of improvement getting from five out of ten to nine out of ten at something takes about as much time as getting from nine to nine point three or something right so so you're putting in maybe twice or three times as much effort to get you know point zero one percent better um and therefore you know it's very difficult uh, if you are one of the top teams, especially a team like EG, EG scrim record this year was like 80%. Uh, oh, like yeah. 80%, right? <laughs> so it's very hard to keep getting better when you're not getting challenged. And this mm -hmm. was difficult because 
when EG were kind of the challengers, like we were able to to push ourselves much harder, but it's very hard when you're at the top and, you know, you keep winning all the scrims, you know, you're exhausted because of MSI and things like this. So, so I sympathize with Vulcan a little bit because, you know, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, like, you talked about kind of like diminishing returns on like playing in North America because you're so isolated and the solo queue quality is not that good. I think Devlif talked about that in his video. Like it was like a 16 minute video on like his clips channel or whatever. Um, where he talked about, like, how, like, if you're gaining, if, like, a Korean player gains one point, like, of improvement mm-hmm. on the, yeah. per game on the Korean solo queue, like, a Chinese player on higher ping gains, like, 0.9 points, and then an NA player in NA solo queue gains, like, 0.3 points, so you have to work, like, three times as hard just to gain as much improve, like, improve as much as a Chinese player. And, like, also I talked to somebody else about this who would like to stay redacted, but he said, like, at some point... <laughs> Playing solo queue just has diminishing returns as you just stop improving and actually start learning worse habits and like yep. scrimming teams that are not as good as like say like even lower tier L- or uh, LCK teams like you just get worse at some point and it's so hard to improve and like I know this effect is like something you're talking about specifically with NA but like I know of this happening I can't remember if it's from interviews if I talk to people about this but like in Europe too like. Um, I think it's been pretty known, like, it's pretty common that, like, uh, top teams will talk about how they feel the most improvement they got was in, like, the two weeks before MSI or Worlds, when they were scrimming Worlds teams. Like, the most that they ever improved at any point throughout the year was in that time when they're able to scrim against top teams, which, like, makes sense, right? When you're scrimming top Korean and Chinese teams, you're going to, you're going to improve more, but, like, it it's kind of it puts in context like your whole year compared to like the two three weeks you spend like before worlds or like at an international event like all of your performance at worlds international comes down to the two weeks before when you're like cramming you're cramming for a test you're cramming for your finals but you didn't study all year because you couldn't (laughs) i don't know i just think it's interesting like it happens in both western regions i think just on top of what double lift said as well it's worth saying that at high low in North Korea, uh, sorry, no, in South Korea, <laughs> your um, your your queue times are quite are still quite short, right? Whereas in North America, not only is your practice worse per game in solo queue, but it's also you're queuing longer for a game as well, which means that you're tiring yourself out. Like spending time in queue is actually quite tiring, and I think one of the things that um, people struggle with coming into North America, especially hard grinders like. You know, people like Han Summer, who's a known grinder, um, is dealing with the dealing with the downtime because that's really, really rough as well. Um, the other thing I'd say is, yeah, um, obviously duplication is better. Um, you know, it's easier to duplicate things which teams that are better than you are doing. But um, sorry, I, I had a point. It's just it slips my mind. Duplicate <laughs> uh, is better, but. Coming up with your ideas, maybe? No, 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 yeah, yeah. But I was going, oh, yeah. But it's really telling that Vulcan has been on two teams now that, that were like EG, right? He was on Cloud9 in 2020? 2020, right? The one with Niski. Yeah. Who, who, were, who were stomping scrims just as hard as this EG were. Like, I mean, I and it's telling that team stomped scrims for the entire year, smashed Spring Split, didn't go to Worlds in summer. Which is, which should tell you something about what the what you gain from being a front runner, right? Like for me, being a front runner is already very, very difficult. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, it means that when things start to go wrong, things can start to go wrong really, really dramatically quickly. Didn't happen on EG this year, um, but it's, you know, it's worth saying, right? So it's normally in, in a region where the top teams become very, very good. It's because in the... Okay, Peter, the same thing has happened. Yeah. Something has changed in the last, like, two seconds to where you've become unintelligible. Again? Oh, no. You're good now. now. Oh, you're yeah. good, you're good. Okay. okay, it's telling that in 2019 when no, you never got... mind. This is so. <laughs> uh, do you think it's because of lag? Oh, like, you okay, okay, do you talk like? Do you are you a very animated talker? Because it feels like sometimes yeah. when you get like on a point, like, you kind of like move away from your mic and like you're talking <laughs> okay. to the air. And you're... <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm literally going to speak to my mic. Okay. Yeah, like hold, <laughs> keep one hand on the mic, put all your animation to the other arm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm holding I'm holding my laptop in the air now with my and I'm speaking directly. You sound good. You sound good. God, um, I wish we had but, a video. <laughs> wait, actually, come on, come on, but I don't have a cam on my laptop. Sadly, no. it's, it's upstairs. We can keep uh, it but, on but the, uh, <laughs> but 2019 in EU. Um, it's you know the the year where Europe got three teams into the quarterfinals. Um, it wasn't just the case of G2 being the best team. It was the fact that many other teams were pushing them right. So Fnatic was pushing them. Uh, Splice weren't a very good scrim team. Origin were pushing them. Um, you know, like it, the teams at the top pushed each other, and so they all got better as a region. And I'm gonna say flat out, not all teams in North America work hard, right? Like they, they just don't. Um, say the names. So say the names. Say the names. I've said this already. Okay, CLG and TL and EG are the three hardest. Swaggy teams in North America, and that's the only news you're going to get out of me. So, <laughs> so everyone else doesn't there work hard. Teams, no, yes, but you need three teams. Ten no, minus three is seven. Interesting. I don't feel I have to defend hundred thieves because hundred thieves like have gone publicly and said that they they take it easy during this week's the the regular season, right? Mm -hmm. They yeah, they yeah. publicly yeah. said yeah. it. But I'm not going to comment on any of the other teams because there mm. are other teams that, that yeah, also... It's okay, don't comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Archie had a question? Oh, um, like kind of related to this thing. Um, I think, I mean, I responded to your thread about this as well. But like, uh, I guess more specifically, um, our goal with like NA Men as a project, um, this podcast, as well as like everything that we do outside of it is like... Um, kind of being the positive anti-reddit force um to at least assuage like some of the problems that vulcan has talked about some of what um i know happened with danny um that you've talked about that danny's talked about that all these people have mentioned with like how hard it gets um when the community is so virulently negative um so like that's something that we've been trying to do specifically but like is there something that fans or like as a community we can do to like help LCS? Or do you think it's like a like a systemic environmental thing that like it's just doomed? Throw your hands up, you know. Mm. I'm leading you in a question here, but you know. <laughs> no, it's not doomed. <laughs> Is that the right <laughs> well, no, I I I want a genuine answer, but I, I I'm just kind of like trying to see if any. What are like the community facing things that happen with this? Because obviously, like, I would like to change the LCS format, but I can't do that, right? So, like, as a fan, because there are a bunch of people who've talked about like wanting to 
be a part of like what NAMN does online. A lot of people have said like they appreciate what we do. So it's like what what do you think fans that want to actually help can do? What can we push for? What can we make? I don't know. Recognize the good talent coming up. Uh, I think that I think that the problem that people in NA have um, and have had for multiple years uh, is that there's very little faith that people can come up through the academy system and you know nobody knows who any of these guys are right like who are coming up right now um and of course the broadcast does a little bit and you know you guys do a bit and you know or discords like the oracles Alexa discord and, uh, and other discords uh mm-hmm. try to promote these players but nobody knows you know even sniper who i think is one of the most hyped rookies you know even more hyped than jojo i would say when he's coming up yeah streamer. Like, um, yeah, because he streams, right? And that's that's not something that the community has done. That's something he's done, right? But nobody knows who Pfizer is. Nobody knew who Anime Go or you know Soul was until he did an interview for TSM. And I you think, know, having those oh. players have their stories told, I think, can be a big first step. Um, because you know, like I've said many times, the solution to what's going on in North America right now is not a top-down solution. You know, getting angry won't fix anything it's about changing the incentive structures in the region and you know part of that is making sure that younger talent that's coming up has the opportunity to to shine right Uh, and i'm going to be honest what what you need for it to shine is firstly you need recognition so you need good scouting you need and you need stories told but also you need good coaching right around those guys um and i don't have a good solution for that i wish i did um but you know um, if you want to talk, oh, yeah, I was gonna Go say, ahead. if you want to talk about like talent recognition, I want to shout out David Shinock. He does like different, he does like TikTok videos where he like kind of calls attention to these like young rookies. Um, the reason I know about it is because he mentioned it one time to me, and then I scrolled all the way back in his TikTok to find the ones about tenacity and Busio. <laughs> but uh, I th- I really want to shout him out because like. We do our best because we, like, most of us watch Academy in some respect. Like, I know I watch a lot of 100 Thieves and TL Academy. Andrea watches a lot of, like, um, EG Academy. (laughs) Andrea watches everything. (laughs) But, um, like, we try to bring attention to these. But, like, I think, like, a big shout out to, like, um, David and even, like, a lot of the Academy broadcast talent because they work really, really hard to try to get people to pay attention to these players. Um, But I feel like we as fans can do more, which is why we're doing a fun LCS profiles website where people oh, can get the, to uh, know uh, their, Oh, we're their shouting that out already. <laughs> Gotta work in these ad Stay reads, tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. It'll be out soon. Yeah, you're really on your soon. way to becoming a content creator. Wait, so Peter, mm-hmm. if you, like, I, for the record, I agree with you. Like, I, I do think that, um, that a big part of it is like, because I've heard actually, and I don't know how much truth there is to this, but I've heard that there's a pretty significant number of like roster decisions that are made based on like community perception and like what people say about their players, which is crazy. Uh, but that's a whole nother thing about NAGMs. But like, if you, you're Peter Dunn, you know, you know everything, I think. I'm pretty sure you know everything. Um, so quantum physics, all that, we'll get to that. But um, what what's your cheat sheet? Who should we start you know, following on Twitter and, like, talking about to, like, fake this hype around them. Because, like, we can't, you know? 
Give me uh, like three or something. Three players who no one's heard of who you're like, boom. Who no one's heard of? Or not uh, like no one's really heard like of, but like very, who Andrea's really heard about. of, but the rest of us haven't, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, that's nice. Mm, if I had to pick three players, Amateur Academy. Give me anyone. Anyone in the Amer- in the in the NA developmental system who you're like, keep an eye on this person. You should be excited about the future of LCS because of this person. Okay, uh, I'll say Sugar. Um, uh, from I don't know which collegiate he's from, but he he's 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 he's, he's on around. one of the collegiate teams. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, I think he might get a chance at academy this year. Um, very very talented player. Um, it's NACL phase... actually. <laughs> NACL. Mm-hmm. It's NACL. NACL. Not yeah. Academy anymore. New thing. It's ah, true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> what else do I think? I, I, I really don't want to say EG players. You can um, say EG players. EG players. You're ahead. not involved with EG. You're not biased. Who, who's, yeah, who's, who's your no, I'm going to say Faisal. I'm going to say, like... You keep a Yeah. You keep a You've moved away. You've joined. You've left the realm of the living. Better. Yes, better now. Oh my gosh! Am I gonna really have to hold this laptop? I'm literally holding up my laptop right in front of my mouth, and I'm now literally speaking to it with my nose on the keyboard. Peter, Peter, you are like one of the most respected coaches in like the entire Western League. Please just buy a microphone. I'm so, like, I, will, I will send you money for a microphone. Please we do not make do money on this podcast, but we will still take all of our profits to buy you a microphone. <laughs> we don't. We don't make profits. What do we mean? don't make money, bro. <laughs> what okay. So um, look up. Look up for those guys. Um, okay. Who do I think is? Who else do I think has a lot of potential? Hmm. I do. I get to throw a wild card out. Yes. Sure. I'm trying to work yeah. out if this person would appreciate me naming their name. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to name this person's name. Uh, right. I, I'm going to say, let's say Zamudo as well, right? Like, oh, Zamudo's Zamudo great. Is, yeah, but, but, there, but there's one other that I don't think will appreciate me uh, naming, naming her name. So, so we'll, we'll, leave it, we'll leave it at that. Um, but but there, there's some good talent coming up. Um, and uh yeah uh look out for those guys obviously B- busio and tenacity going to going to lcs uh obviously Tomio. I, I mean i can't not say Tomio, right um Tomio! But I think everyone knows Tomio Tomio is. they're all eg players spyrax 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 from flyquest i think he's pretty he's pretty cracked oh, UG from uh, well. um yeah uh I, I mean obviously like there's a lot of talented players out there like i but yeah. you said people to get you excited so i've tried to think about people who have very exciting play styles um so so yeah so Georgia Pins the roles. that makes sense those are the players that people <laughs> really do get excited about right like if you i mean like someday and impact are great players but if we had a young someday and impact come up like it would not be very exciting so it makes sense i'm i'm agreed with you <laughs> well, what um, about you guys what about you guys Andrea, um, you watch a ton though who, yeah, who are you Andrea. Andrea's excited about Kauri and no one else. Wait, what? I mean, he's ba- he's basically known like now. So <laughs> no, I love all the players in EG. I think they are all amazing. Okay. okay, but no bias. <laughs> like, give us give us a give us a player who. I, I honestly think Faisal and Serti are really exciting. I think 
Tomio and Yukino. We, honestly, EG has some of the most exciting players to watch in the entire ecosystem. So, yeah. For real. Oh. Not biased. Some players Not biased I at all. Like to, to highlight um, as an avid Who Team Academy watcher. Um, <laughs> obviously, obviously, you guys know what's about to come out of my mouth. Um, start with the B. Oh, okay. <laughs> Might start with the T and a B, but also um, copy who um, our good friend Maya is very enthusiastic about. Um, yes. She is talking, she's been talking about copy for like months and months and months. And um, I really think he's, um, he, he should be in LCS. And I really, I really hope he is in LCS. Um, also, um, Dunks, I out for Dunks. Dunks, dunks based, based right, Dunks, about dunks go. Dunks is my friend. I, I think Dunks is very good. He's also very nice. He's a he's a young kid. He's mm -hmm. like graduating high school now. But he's playing Champions Q. Um and he's actually like I mean, I am dog shit at the game, so I don't know how good he is. But he's in Champions Q and he did pretty well and I he talked double left about Champions Q and Double Left didn't actively talk about how shit he was to his face. So I think he's pretty good and Double Left didn't say he was bad, so I think oh. that's a glowing recommendation. So then Double wow. calls everyone trash. Wow. Double F calls everyone no trash. So saying not you're not trash, you said you're pretty honest. good. So, I, I, I think it's I saying. think it's a glowing recommendation. I also I think Dunks is I think Dunks should get like high amateur um shots this coming year based on like you know, talking to him, talking to like how things should play out, like looking at his skill level. I think I'm excited about him because he's also my friend. Um but yeah, he's a very exciting player. And new junglers from NA are always great because we have really good junglers. It's our best role. Okay. Actually, Delphi, um, I've got a question for you. Um, have you heard anything about Copy? Because it sounds like Copy can't be on Cloud9, right? If M &S yeah, Copy cannot there. be on Cloud9. The rumor um, right now is Dignitas. I may have just heard a little something about Dignitas's new mid laner, which, and I didn't hear Copy, um, but huh. I don't oh. know. If that's accurate, interesting. But what, tell okay. us where are certain certain Wait. players have begun following Dignitas head coaches and GMs. Oh yeah, very I saw recently. That. I saw that. So I just saw that actually. Armut who, who followed, and Armut was Armut was um you know uh, rumored to be in talks. Rumored to be a top laner. Jensen followed, and Ignar followed. Oh. No, 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 no. Which no, I saw pop like, up on my no, social no. blade. Or like not like my, my social thing. No, so no, no, no. those me, people. So fan. No. so those like those me. things could be. Hey, maybe they're just friends behind the scenes, right? Yeah, could be anything. Nice. Also, like I, I yeah, completely sure. believe Jensen's the kind of player to randomly follow GMs just to fuck with people, or just to frick with oh, people. Yeah. Sorry. Um, sure, sure. But I, I think I don't know. It would be interesting. It would be. I mean, it would be sad, obviously, because I think Copy's a great player and also Brown representation, but it would be really funny to me if Maya got really mad again because Jensen took Copy's spot again. <laughs> Just because I would love to see Maya's okay, no, reaction. No, but Maya, no, no, no. Maya's, Maya's chilling. She does not want Copy on Dig. Yeah. Maya oh. would actually, I, I think Maya would actually rather see yeah, another saying, year of Copy at Academy right than now, Dig. She's saying right now in chat, yeah. Copy is safe. She, she's Copy yelling Copy is, is safe. safe. Yeah, she's okay. Damn. I'm not gonna. Um, we, I'm not gonna sorry, we don't have a good impression of Dig. I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I worked there. Matthew That's says, a good thing. Dig more like I'll dig your mom.
Okay. There's all your mom's I guess you should move into Getting your own grades the... is what my brother says. Okay, okay. Um, let's move on. Let's move, move into the move into let's another move on, section. On, yeah. The um, fun segment. Segment. So oh, Elaine yeah. well, I, recently I, I, did. Well, where, actually, I've got a question before oh, we move okay. on. Where do, you, where do you think? Where would you want Copy to end up? Maya. Wait, my, yeah, my answer. Cloud nine. Oh, hundred thieves. That's 100 thieves. that's not what's happening. She's rooming high. I mean, dream big. <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah. So, yeah, that's like once, not not like not. It doesn't have to be. I guess it's not realistic. Not what I think. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, Mr. Dunn, we've heard you talk about Hogwarts Doctor. houses and Quidditch, so we know. We've exposed you as a Harry Potter liker. Recently, <laughs> a certain person in this call did a poll on EG's Hogwarts houses. Elaine, do you want to talk about that? Oh yeah, I mean, we were just like discussing it, like as as friends, because like uh, like LCS Hogwarts, and then I was like, well, okay, maybe we should like ask the people just to see what they think. So I like put the polls on Twitter because I have like EG fan audience, so. Um, I put it up for two days, and the results were, and I'm just going to say the results from Twitter, and you don't have to agree, obviously, I'm just going to read them out. So okay. the, so we got Impact got voted as Gryffindor, Inspired Slytherin, Jojo Slytherin, Danny Hufflepuff, Kauri Gryffindor, and Vulcan Slytherin. And that, oh, wait, okay, should I repeat that, or? Okay, weird. okay, okay. So <laughs> that was the fan vote, and we just Tell wanted to, huh? Tell them our vote. Our vote? Yeah. Do we? Ha- I mean, what do we mean? Do we have one? Do we all have different. We all have different opinions, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we could just get Peter's thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to tell, I, tell, I tell, like... tell the fans your opinions. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in hearing your opinions. Oh, my opinion. Okay, okay, okay. Then we'll ask you after. I guess we'll ask you after our opinions, then, because like I feel like you would know best, but. Okay. Um. Okay, this is kind of hard, but like, I'd I'd say uh, Impact Gryffindor makes sense. I guess it's that or like a couple of but um, inspired, inspired. He's like really he's like really smart, so he could be Ravenclaw. But I would say he has the ambition for Slytherin, and I just think like Jojo and Inspired in the same house is kind of cute. So. Um, Jojo's like vote was really close because like it was like the closest because people also thought Gryffindor and I think that makes sense because he has that like main character like reckless energy but um but he can be Slytherin because he's like living evil and Danny is very Hufflepuff so Danny's Hufflepuff Kauri is very Slytherin I don't know people are very wrong but like they it's okay they just don't know him and Vulcan they haven't um, played solo queue with him Vulcan, oh. I would put in Ravenclaw. Like, I can see the Slytherin angle, but, like, I would put him in Ravenclaw because he's, like, very he reads. intelligent. He reads books. He reads, books. He's, a he reads books. Wow. He's a nerd. Yeah, he's got <laughs> glasses, like, like a fucking nerd. <laughs> he wears glasses? Okay, I'm putting inspired in there. Never mind. <laughs> Just All okay, glasses wearers go to Ravenclaw. Um, do any of like you guys other than Peter like have a different opinion on any of those? Like, yeah, I put inspired in Ravenclaw because I think mm-hmm. inter the only thing cuter than than same house besties 
is different house than SDs. Okay, no, okay, wow. I think that's cute too, yeah. The only thing cuter than people who go to Hogwarts, people who go to completely different schools of magic. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's why I have, I, I, so, so Busio, Busio is a Gryffindor and Tenacity is a Slytherin. And that's why they're, it's like, it's like they're besties across houses, you know? It's like, it's cute, like, you know? Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, I didn't r super have thoughts. I have thoughts on Harry Potter. <laughs> but I think okay, Inspired and in Ravenclaw makes sense just because he's very smart about jungle pathing. And I think that's actually his best quality that people don't talk about in America for some reason. But he was really good at it in EU, and he remained good at it here. Hmm. How would I put this? If you want to put JoJo and Inspired in the same house, it has to be Slytherin. But yeah. I would lean, I would lean Gryffindor okay. for JoJo and. Okay, Ravenclaw. okay. But but I could see I could see because obviously you know uh, Vulcan and Inspired are pretty close friends actually. Uh, yeah. Whereas Inspired and JoJo is I mean they're friends too, but it's a different type. You know, it's like it's a different type of friendship. Um, so so I could see both of those two in Slytherin and JoJo in Gryffindor. Yeah, but but it, you guys are all in the right area. Uh, I won't go I won't go too much into detail. But but Inspired, I think maybe he plays up his leave evil a lot uh you know on social media but mm -hmm. in he's one of the he's one of the smartest and most structured thinkers that i would that i would uh that that, that i kind of know um same same with 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 uh with vulcan like vulcan and inspired you could put both in slytherin or both in ravenclaw jojo definitely is not in ravenclaw yeah Jojo's and it's like it's really good that you know <laughs> we were, wherever we wherever you go i'm like, sure yeah, your new jungler Wherever you go, I'm sure your new jungler is going to be just as structured and intelligent <laughs> as inspired. Yes. Very, I'm sure, very logical, sequential thinker is what you're going to get with your new jungler. Wherever you go, right, Peter? Yeah, introspective, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, Possibly yeah. Polish. I don't know. Yeah, very, one. very bashful. <laughs> probably you would want you would want yeah. that in a jungle. Very bashful, <laughs> shy. Very shy bashful, yeah, you know, quiet. Yeah. You know, keeps to himself. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's yeah. probably where you're going with this new jungler. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How do you feel about Danny, uh, Peter? How do I feel about Danny? Uh, because I, mean, I, th I thought yeah. that Gryffindor was a better fit, but I, I oh, agree. I thought you just meant general, so it's a good fit. No, the houses. We're talking about the houses. <laughs> just you jumped at that question. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking I, about I, the houses, I, I bro. Would put, I would put Danny in Gryffindor. But Hufflepuff, I can see why. I can see yeah. why you guys want to put him in Hufflepuff. But if you ask me to, to do houses, I think Impact... In fact, has to be in Gryffindor. Like, there's no, there's no other. Inspired, you could do Ravenclaw or Slytherin. Would I go Ravenclaw? Uh, uh one of those two. Same with, uh, same with Vulcan. Okay, you you uh, have to pick one. You have to pick one so I can draw Jojo and Inspired. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, oh, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Pass. I, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, fine. It depends, it depends what you want to draw, is what I would say. But I would say that you know, for for I think you can have two houses for anyone except for Carrie and um, for Carrie and Impact. Um, but for Danny, hmm, yeah. Danny, I would put I would put in Gryffindor over Hufflepuff. But but I can see I can see Hufflepuff too. I can see Hufflepuff. Too. So you agree that Carrie is a Slytherin? No question to ask. Uh, yeah. Slytherin is all about ambition, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he I, is 
Yeah. He is. He's very ambitious. He's very, very ambitious. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, he works hard and he he pushes himself, but he he pushes himself because he wants to test himself, right? Uh, and that's what I would say. That's what I would say about Curry. It's, you know, prove yourself um, above all else. And, okay. uh, yeah, and that that's what I would say about Curry. I think it's slightly different. Like with Vulcan, Vulcan is very methodical, very uh, intelligent about how he thinks about things, but he really plays up. He really plays up this. If he's mm-hmm. in Ravenclaw, he's like, a, he, he's like, you know, he's coming to the Quidditch game supporting Slytherin or something like this, you know. <laughs> so, so it's 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 something like that, and uh, inspired, inspired is yeah, yeah. That's what I would say um, as well. Speaking of the players, uh, we just wanted to know, like, if you have any like positive words about them or fun stories that you would like to share. Like, I know you've tweeted some stuff about like the the EG JoJo torture chamber um, stuff like that. So, do you have any other fun stories you'd like to share? <laughs> That you can share publicly, obviously. Which ones I, which ones people know or don't know? Well, I would say that Jojo oh. is a legendary trash talker. He is, he trash talks like nobody else trash talks. Um, is the is the pre Mad Lions game three thing public? Um, um, that you, gotta remind, you gotta remind me which that was because there was so much <laughs> that was like that was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what kind of things are public or not. Uh, so I, I, you know, I, I don't know what the players would be comfortable with me sharing, but I would say that maybe uh, I'm pretty sure Shakira has has gone in. But before game three in the lobby, before game three, Jojo was like listing, uh, listing Niski's champion pool and rating it. Um, oh, I remember that. Like, listing all of his champions. <laughs> no mercy, holy no mercy, completely no mercy. Rating, yeah, wasn't rating. it like Silas four out of ten or something? He was like going through everyone. I, I don't even remember exactly what it was anymore. And then That's you know, terrible. after you know, nobody on Mad Lines is responding, and then eventually, like, impacts like cut it out. <laughs> you know? That's cruel. I remember remember when I watched the voice comms and he was like, "Did they mute me? Like, can one of you copy and paste my message?" (laughs) That was so funny. None of them agree. They're like, "He's like, please, please, just copy and paste my message and send it." And they're like, "No, we're not doing." Jojo, please leak. Jojo, please leak exactly like I do. I I don't care about the game. I'm pure psychological warfare. I'm like, did you have childhood trauma, my enemy laner? (laughs) Let's figure this out before we lane. Dude, that's it's, so funny. What a he hero. A gaslighter. He's learned he's learned his trash talk from Fortnite and from basketball, you know. Dude, like he's a, if, he's a if we taught the Korean time. and Chinese pros English and they were fluent, Jojo could trash talk so much more effectively. This is how we improve <laughs> NA. Why doesn't he just When Jojo goes Korean into game, we cycle oh or or yeah, or Jojo learns Korean and Chinese and starts doing like psychological warfare in their every languages. Single Korean player learn English, but yeah. Actually, actually the, the Koreans love him. Like I I, I, yeah, went to LCK, I know I realized that, yeah. Yeah, I went to LCK and you know there were a lot this was after MSI, so it was yeah, I had to get my visa at the start of summer split. Um and they yeah, there, there were like multiple people who came up to me and were like, you know, please give this message to Jojo Pian or please give this, this. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, and you know, that was after MSI. And obviously, you know, that at, uh, in Champions Q, uh, you know, cute boy, cute boy uh, Zika calls him cute and things like this, you know. Cute boy uh, Div. Yeah. Um, so, so, so yeah, that's Jojo. Uh, inspired, I think, 
I think if, if you ask me who do Eastern players respect the most out of EG, it's Inspired. Like, Inspired is somebody who... who As uh, they should. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know Korean, Korean teams that much, but I know that there's, like, Chinese junglers who, like, really, really respect that guy and who follow him. And Are you who, saying Tian watches his bards? I no, no, that, watches I'm saying that there are some <laughs> top junglers in China that watch his ones. I'm not going to say who they are mm. because I don't know. <laughs> totally. totally. Some top junglers in China, like on including at least one that is at Worlds, uh, that, that study inspired as a first. I got T inspired. T inspired. <laughs> wow. T inspired. I mean, it's all impact, of the junglers at Worlds. What would I say about Impact? Impact is, so people only see him in English. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. so in interviews and things like this, but in Korean, he's really articulate. He's very, very funny. He has a very good sense of humor in Korean. Uh, and He's you know, even he articulate like, in English, which is crazy. Like, yeah, he's, he's crazy in English too. Yeah. But he is, if you if you guys haven't seen the Ashley Kang interview with with Impact, that oh, yeah, is I like, have. Yeah, One of my favorites, actually. Yeah, yeah. it was so good, yeah. I don't want to quite. It's the same quote like days, really well spoken in. Korean yeah, well. yeah. Like he's super, super well spoken in Korean. Very, very, very um, ambitious is not the word. He, he, he. You know, he came to North America. He settled down in North America. He has roots here in North America, and uh, I'm not sure that he's leaving for quite a long time. And you know, he's still good enough to play right and at the top. He's obviously one of the best. But even so, he when you hear him in Korean, it's like a completely different person. Peter, you're getting like really quiet. You're not like okay. a not you're getting away from your mic. You're just like getting really quiet. But like okay, we okay. can't hear you, <laughs> or the podcast uh, can't hear you. The recording. Uh, what would I say about Vulcan? Vulcan's really good at sports. <laughs> <laughs> like he's actually good at sport. Like, how uh, do those, you guys have like those like soccer nights on Wednesday, right? Like how, how does those actually get arra- right. Like how do those teams even get arranged? Well, like is Vulcan I mean, just dominating? The, yeah, the he's kind of, he kind of like gets to beat up on some <laughs> some people on those uh, on those on those games. Uh, I think that he is the only one on EG. I mean, Inspired plays too, but but like Inspired is decent, but like Vulcan is actually le- legitimate. Oh, he's actually about, legitimate. Oh. But there's that picture uh, of Inspired at a young age want? playing soccer or football <laughs> <laughs> with a bullet. He's also good chess. Like the, the way that Vulcan. Okay, that's my story oh. about Vulcan. The way that Vulcan like gets into the zone before games is he goes and plays. He used to play chess with Artemis. Uh, oh, that's so yeah. cool. Um, that was on Files one. But uh... yeah. and before uh, before when when we were remote, he used to beat Andrew Barton at uh, at the Super Smash Brothers. It, it was a running joke that like I, I think he he was on a fifty six game win streak or something against Andrew. Wait, in um, melee or oh, in melee or ultimate? <laughs> Oh wow! Um, the ultimate and ultimate. Uh, Personally, I would never take that type of disrespect. <laughs> I would not let that slide, dude. And I mean, he's getting he disrespected on Twitter. Getting disrespected. Andrew like drops Vulcan. He's like, he's life. too good at he's too good at ultimate. <laughs> we can't uh, keep him on the team. I, like I at, at, some, at some point, at some point, you know, I, I didn't even I didn't even pay that much attention because he was just trolling him. And like, you, this shows what a great GM. This shows what a great GM Andrew is because he lost over fifty games in a row, and he still took it. You know, because he realized it was important for his player to relax. And wow, that's yeah, what I was doing. Wow, right? <laughs> I, I was actually, I was actually there the first time Andrew won, and <laughs> Andrew got to have, got to have his last laugh. So, uh, but but yeah, that's what I say about Vulcan. Uh, 
worry about Danny. Danny has so that Danny has like an insane League of Legends uh, model collection. You know this? He has like everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on Easy Files. Yeah. yeah. Um. What else would I say about him? He is. He's quite introspective, but he is somebody who is harder on himself than I think anyone else is. And may- maybe this doesn't show so much in how he interacts uh, with other people. But, you know, often when you see a player who comes up with like Danny's potential, he is, you know, that they're lots of people are telling you that you're good. Lots of people are like, uh, you know, it's very easy to get off the track. Right. Right. Um, but what I would say about Danny is that Danny is somebody like he he wanted he played this game for like a decade, right? Uh, and he came he came in because he wanted to kind of prove himself. And there is nobody, no matter who on Twitter or like social media or anything, who is harder on Danny than Danny is on himself. And um, you know, sometimes it's I feel with Danny, it's good to remind him just what how much he achieved, right? Uh, and how good a job he did. Uh, and sometimes it's hard in this kind of a community, but but that, that's what I would say about Danny. Uh, but yeah, he, he just, he's one of those guys who played league since he was six years old, right? Like he, mm-hmm. he you, 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 you're not, you're going to see more of these guys come up in the coming years, but he was, you know, the, you can't teach some of the things that he does, right? Like it's just something because you've played the game when you're seven years old or eight years old or nine years old and you just learn to flick your wrists in a certain way. That's why he plays on 4,200 DPI. Uh, that's the thing Rigby leaked about him. Um, he he plays like his, the he's so precise in how he plays. Um, yeah, so that's what I would say about Danny. Uh, yeah, lots of, lots of good memories with Danny. Um, but like the... Uh, um, something for Kari. Kari, yeah, Kari is just like he works really hard. Like he, Kari is somebody who, who, who wants to prove himself, but he's somebody that that grinds to the ends of the earth, maybe to an almost unhealthy amount, uh, because getting to the top and demonstrating that he can do it. Because I feel that you know in Turkey he never qualified for worlds, right? He was one. He was the best AD mm-hmm. Kari in Turkey. And he just, his team never got there. And I've talked to some of his old teammates and he had teammates that were just really, really lazy and then just didn't play. Mm. And, you know, obviously those guys didn't get, didn't get any backlash at all from the community, right? Because Carrie was the star. So Carrie would be the one who would get the backlash. But they're like, ah, ha, ha, you can't qualify for Worlds. Ah, ha, you're so rubbish. Um, and he was the one who was like grinding crazily. And, you know, that's, you know, I hope he, he's on a team in K-Corp that, that can put those type of people around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's what I would say about this, guys. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's all really cool. I, I heard a lot of things about EG's dynamic, um, and, like, it just seemed like a really positive team, even though, you know, all this whatever stuff has come out, and it, it got kind of iffy near the end. Like, I think, in general, leaving LCS, I think it's, um, for you, I think it's something that I think you should be proud of. I don't know, like, in your thread, it came out, like you said, you felt like it had been a failure, but personally, and I think everyone else on the call so echoes this, where it's like, I think it's it's something that everyone thinks is, like, super, super good, and it's something that people attribute credit for you, because, like, I really think that even though this year, like, 315, whatever, if if JoJo and Danny didn't do what they did over the last 12 months, um, LCS is in, like, such a worse position 
than it is now, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad he got his win against Faker. That's all I'll say about Jojo. If EG had left MSI with zero wins against major regions, that would have been yeah. really, really rough. So at least he got his win. The first time there. He got, Inspired got his, you know, broke his 017 streak against Jankos in best of ones. So that was all. Oh, that's true. Yeah, true. I was there. <laughs> um, Didn't lose every single game against D2 this year. So congratulations on that. <laughs> <laughs> Only the last one matters. <laughs> Only the last yeah, one matters. Yes. Good point. <laughs> Only the last one matters. They got the last lap. Yeah. One, one game winning streak. Uh, one game so winning streak. Let's go. Dude, just like my ranked solo queue, just for real. Always 18 <laughs> losses, one win. I hold on to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Vulcan Smash main? I think. Yes. Ooh, I don't know. Yoshi? Yoshi? Oh my god. Yoshi? He's a you Yoshi you have to ask him like the problem was that that he would just like troll andrew <laughs> so he would just pick like clearly uh -huh. awful characters mm -hmm. uh, so so it's hard for me to judge uh but but you know go and ask he, he he's pretty good at smash although uh i wouldn't i would say that his maybe it's because esports players you know play a lot of other games so the gap between his football player skills and the average esports player versus his smash skills and the average uh the average esports smash player is the gap is larger in football um but he is he's probably by far the best smash player on eg for sure uh, smash okay um that was actually a really fun segment with lots of fun stories and i really like what you said about the players um so we organized a little q a we kind of came up with some questions beforehand um so Maxi wants to know if EG were animals, which animals would they be? Because we have animals assigned to them, but we would like to hear uh, insider opinion. Wait, wasn't talk about animals? A piece of cheese. He was like, the cheese incident. Comment on my on my tweet about it. He was like, why TF am I cheese? And we could not explain it. I'm sorry, Vulcan. But um, he's actually a fox. But he's actually a he's actually a fox. It barely won the poll against cheese. So he's actually both. Okay, so basically, I think in fact was a dragon. Inspired is a wolf. Mm -hmm. Jojo is a dog. Um, Danny is a hamster. Uh, Kauri's a cat, and Vulcan is a fox. Do you agree or disagree with these? And if you disagree, could you tell us uh, what you think they are? I think those are pretty good. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have put Jojo as a dog, but I think like it's important to have dog opinion. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dog opinion is very important, agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be now. I, I'd swap it spider book. Um, but other than that, like I think they oh. are uh, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. If I had to say who who's who's the fox on the team, I would say because foxes, you know, they're a bit Wiley. Crafty, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah wily. I'd I'd say uh uh they're both carnivores, right? But I, I can imagine like one would play with their prey more versus the other one would just eat it. Uh, um so that's why I've I put I put uh I put Vulcan as a, as a wolf. I don't think he I I don't think Vulcan would waste time like playing mm. with his prey. I think he would just eat it. So mm. his cheese. Um from Elaine, actually, Elaine, you want to ask? You want to ask your question? 
Oh, wait, there's a clarification to the previous question. It was also, Peter, what animal would you be? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of Maxie's question. Uh, Cat. That'd be a cat. Like a house cat or like a a wild cat? Like, you know, the... Uh... Probably an indoor cat. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, why? Because frankly, like I, lots of people suffer during COVID, but I cannot imagine like a better, better um, opportunity than COVID. I got so much work done. I didn't have people like distracting me. I didn't have people yelling at me in the office late at night. You know, I could just get all the work done and then just you know retire in peace. So, so I'm just trying to think what other uh, an animal that is startled by noise. But but a cat. I a think. deer. I sometimes I sometimes I'll just yeah. knock something off the table good. or something like this. Well, startled um, by noise. It's a good thing that you've got a really quiet team coming in. Really, yeah. wherever you go, you I'm go. sure you're gonna have <laughs> listen. Listen, if you need some advice on noise canceling headphones or like that kind of thing, I can I can let you know. Because I think possibly, you will need them, could Peter. Could it possibly get noisier? But like, it's probably still like less noisy than it was, right? Dude, have you? Do you know? know my friend? My friend? My friend over here overheard uh, what you guys said and is giving me a dirty look. Uh, so I've been told that I'm not a cat. I'm actually an owl. So there we go. <laughs> I can see owls. I stay up late okay. at night, and I, I, you know, I'm. And you've also yes, owls yeah. have really good eyes, and you're a great like you know you yeah. got the good scout eyes. Yeah. So there we go. I'm not a cat. I I take it back because I've clearly deeply insulted somebody else here so, oh, so wow. I'm, I'm an owl okay <laughs> from now on but yeah i'm excited to... oh. oh no all right go, go ahead no no go on i wasn't gonna say anything i never say anything of substance <laughs> Ursh. i no Ursh. i literally no, was gonna make go. a joke i was okay. running a bit um, dude. <laughs> go on i my question was originally thoughts on boosie but you kind of gave that um i kind of revised that question to include like do you think he'll be like successful in the LCS because I know a lot of people say like oh everyone's super hyped about Academy Prospects and they flop in the LCS do you think he can be successful on the team that he's rumored to start on so his AD carry is Who, who's his rumored AD carry it's not double at lift, the moment double lift I, it's double I keep hearing that it's confirmed I don't know if it's actually confirmed but like everyone's uh... been saying that it's confirmed for a long time so maybe you know so I don't know what double lift is like right now um I I just don't. Um, so it's hard for me to judge. Like, you know, sometimes if you take a year away and you agree to play with a player like Busio, you wouldn't just be... Uh, you, you wouldn't just be... You, you wouldn't play with a Busio unless you were willing to give him some amount of freedom and things like this, right? So in a perfect team which played to Busio's strengths, you know, if, if Busia was on, so he's not going to be better than than uh, Vulcan, but if Busia was on EG, which is a good team to be a support on, um, then he would be top three, no question, uh, behind Vulcan core. Um, on a team like 100 Thieves, who's their jungler? Is their jungler closer? Their jungler's on a closer yet. speaker. It's, it's, it well, hasn't been confirmed. That's a bad team for Busia. Uh Closer is the prevailing rumor. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, like if if because the most two most important players are like speaker and double lift, and I'm going to be honest, speaker ten the way speaker plays tends not to make his supports look very good. So I thought he looked made Chime look pretty good. 
Or do you think Chime yeah, was even true. better than he looked? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, I, I'd say that he'll be top five for sure. Uh, what's his peak? His peak is top one. He has like, my three. goat. Wait, you think Busio's yeah, going to enter the league top five LCS? I mean, I, I think he's going to enter the league top five, and I think that Holy if he sh- was entering on a team which is was more willing to play, because the problem is that he's he's a player which needs a lot of agency, right? Yes. Yes. Because he's very creative. He's like he's an American um, Mickey X. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But he, but Peter. for a player like that, you need to give them you need to give them freedom, right? It's really hard for a player like that when they're with multi veterans, multi year veterans to to perform the way that they would like. This is almost the worst team possible if it's double lift and speaker because that's an MVP and like double lift is a legend, right? So he's oh. in that team. He's not going to be any kind of have any leadership at all. He's going to be just like a piece expected to fit in a certain role, and. Kind of like the treats code? problem that happened. Treats talked about a yes. similar thing. That's exactly oh, that's an interesting. I'm I'm actually so, kind of worried because treats. Oh, I hope he doesn't get. Please don't. Please that. don't get treats. I'm gonna cry. No, I'm, <laughs> if I'm he not, gets treats, I'm gonna die. Potential too high. Like like some other some other team will sign him if it doesn't work for hundred thieves. But he might not look good this year. That's all I'll say. But I think that if he was on a team that would play for him, maybe his coach. I don't know who his coach is yet. But if his coach is somebody, oh, it's rumored to be Mad Lions. Cass or okay, okay, good. So, so that that was publicly publicly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peter's like, uh, I mean, it's could be anything. I don't know. <laughs> if it's Cass, he'll be fine. If it's Cass, he'll be fine. Cass, yeah. Cass was a support himself and is is very good at developing supports. He he won't let uh he won't let double lift the speaker just stomp stomp all over him. Yeah, I mean, so. Mad Lions is probably mm-hmm. one of the only teams which has like shown that you can actually play around a support, which I think in the West has not really been a been a thing. Um, yep. But I mean, to say that Mad Lions has ever played around anyone but Kaiser or El Yoya would be a lie. So, yeah, yeah I mean, to, to to develop for his development, he needs to be he needs to have the opportunity to number one make mistakes without his team flaming him, and number two to be able to test his limits. Right, the, this guy is very very creative. Um, he he's a long way behind Vulcan now, though. Like I would say, we'll catch, it'll take him a year, maybe a year and a half to catch up with Vulcan because that's what Vulcan was when he was coming up. Right? Um, so I would say on a different team, he would be top three, first split on hundred thieves, hopefully top five, maybe, maybe he'll look worse than top five, but this guy has like potential to be top one, top two. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a five role challenger player. He's really, really good. Um, I, go. I, I, wanted him to play mid. I wanted him to play mid, uh, at, at one point. Um, yeah. Cause he, he I, was, I knew him when he, he was a primary, <laughs> I actually funny anecdote. I don't. I'm wasting time, but I have a friend who, um, the friend who got me into professional league, and he now he plays StarCraft, but um, he was a huge fan of Busio's, like when he was a streamer, and he told me, he was like, dude, this guy's going to be so big. So I followed Busio's twi- uh, Twitch like um, like a year before he was signed, uh, and at that point I was like, you know, this guy's, gonna, this guy's insane, he's a mid laner or whatever. Uh, and then, like a year later, he got signed. And I was like, "Holy shit, wait!" And then he started rising up so fast. I was like, "Oh my god!" So I don't know, Busio. I've been a fan of him for a really long time, and I think he's super good. So, um, so Maya um, wants to know, just like really, really quick, because Elaine has a, a burning question she wants to ask after. But like, do you think, like, how do you think he would fare if he was paired with Unforgiven rather than Dio? Double lift. Oh, that's such a hard question. because oh, of the hundred thief situation. 
I know too much. Um, yeah, oh, <laughs> I was going to say about Madman. Oh. Uh, what I would say is better, better than with Double Lift, but not a lot better than with Double Lift. Okay. Yeah, Unforgiven is pretty flexible, but yeah. I mean, they could do lots of weird stuff. Like they could do Carthus lanes. They can do like Heimendinger. Mm. They could do Heimendinger Ash. They could probably double flex Heimendinger Ash there. Like oh, yeah, and then, or Ash Carry. I ironically think Unforgiven is better at mages than against ADCs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, Unforgiven, like Unforgiven, was brought up in Europe. You know, he 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 came up in a region where Kianan was playing Ramesillion. Oh, you're you've been lost in the void. So, so you know, this is the stuff you have to deal with in ERL. So as a bot leader, so I'm sure I'm sure he knows some of that cheese. Because right, Carthus um, is really good. Carthus is super super good. Carthus? Carthus good? Uh, anyway, Elaine has a question to ask. Wait, okay, wait, I'll start with the I'll start with the JoJo one. Okay, because like there's a screenshot from November 2020 where you said JoJo Pion is the real person to look out for though. Ex-pro Fortnite player just turned 16. We think he can be insane long term. So I was just wondering like how did you know that Jojo Pion was going to be insane long term because that's kind of that's pretty pretty cool. So I, I'm going to be honest on this actually because pe people give me a lot of credit for scouting Jojo, but that's actually not what happened. The, the two the two, two NA players that I knew about for for from Europe were Shaden and Fifi. Um, Fifi was offered a place on Academy, couldn't do it because of visa issues. Uh, Shaden, like you know, I've known about Shaden, but Shaden was the guy who I came to NA and I was like, you must sign this guy. Um, but obviously, when I signed for, <laughs> when I signed for EG, um, uh, Empire had people who he'd been scouting before, and he just gave me a stack of of vods, right, from people uh, in that. Um, and the second guy, I'm not going to say who the first guy was, but the second guy that I uh, I was looking at was a guy called Jojo Pion 16, or was it Jojo Pion 15? It may be Jojo Pion 15. No, it's it's 15. Yeah, it, it, I think it may have been Jojo Pion 15, because he always puts his name right. And yeah. mm -hmm. uh, I remember I remember watching him and thinking, holy shit, this guy is going... Sorry, I've had to swear on this. This guy is going no, to be really... You can't. Really <laughs> like, the way that he was playing, like, he his his reaction speed was, was incredible. His, um, his, like, there were just tons and tons of clips of him just solo killing LCS mid laners just with that with with like a huge amount of audacity and the way that he would just play like okay so so there was one clip of him which which was basically him um i think it was set yeah it must have been set so it, he was he was set he just ran past him in your wave killed the guy well like grabbed the guy went into sets rest animation punched the guy went into sets rest animation um did did the did the CC the the, the grab thing and then uh, um, then uh, then emoted right so he's he's doing all, he's doing flawless like combo um, on on his melee champion uh, all the while um, BMing in the middle yeah right? mechanics like, wait you mean the you mean the setup animation yeah I don't, no it wasn't doing like so he would it, maybe he was like animation. Cancer. He's probably placing S. He's probably like S spamming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it was just like he he was he was playing it flawlessly, dodging the guy's skill shots while still BMing him, and that was just like 
holy fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I, I keep swearing. I was like, You're this fine. guy, like, what is this guy doing, right? And then I saw his first competitive game, which was him and Shaden on the same team. And it's basically the first game they're against another team and they just like troll them. They, they, they troll them so much so that I think they stomp the first game and then the second game they stomp them. They, they troll them so much on troll on like uh, on picks that even the commentators are, are talking about how BM this is and how disrespectful and how unacceptable it is um, that, about what they're doing. And I, I uh, yeah, I remember thinking, okay, right, like. He's got a bit of he's got a bit of fire in him. I I, I kind of like players like this. I, I like players <laughs> who limit us. I like players who are super aggressive, and I like players who are a little bit uh, you know, you got to be a bit disrespectful if you're coming up, right? Like you can't mm-hmm. you can't be too respectful for people. Um, also his his spacing in lane and basically it was all about laning. His team fighting was nothing it was decent, but it wasn't like anything which Im- immediately stood out. But his reaction speed, his clicks, his his APM, and his um, his his ability to kind of just read the enemy mid laner were were all very very impressive. Um, I think did I message? No, no. So that message from Dom was before I started working with him one to one. But I think I, I remember my first ever one to one with JoJo, which was I had some vods of rookie right, and we were going over some rookie laning phase because I wanted to teach him something on Syndra. Uh, and I remember in that first meeting, he he was because normally if you work with a rookie, they'll be really respectful. You know, you're bringing some, you're bringing a vod from rookie, and you're just, you know, you're gonna learn from this from rookie. And he was just, he literally was like, couldn't he have clicked here slightly differently? Shouldn't he have dodged this? Didn't he auto attack this one minion one too one too many times? Shouldn't he be trying to move the minion wave in this kind of a direction? And just like he he broke down the laning phase at like a really really high level, and. You know, I had those things in my notes, but they weren't to talk about in that because I intended to come back in three months or something and show him the same VOD and to show how much he'd improved uh, and say, oh, yeah. So do you remember how I showed you this rookie VOD? Um, Here's some things which maybe you've noticed now, which you didn't notice. That was my plan. And he just spotted literally everything. And he spotted one thing that I missed. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. My God, my God. That, that, that's our yeah, goal. That's our goal. Elaine, there's a second part to your question, right? So, uh, so yeah. So, so that's kind of, that's kind of how you want JoJo. Um, I mean, you said there's I mean, two I... parts to your question. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, I don't have to ask this other stuff. It's just, like, I kind of wanted to, like, ask the content question, too. Like, if there's, like, if there's, I don't know, like, how much you can say about it, but I'm wondering, like, if you think that LCS should have more like non gameplay related content and like what type of content would be the best? Yes. <laughs> yes. One of us. One of us. One of us. He wants the content. Some of the stuff that, Tra- of the stuff that Travis did at Worlds was hilarious. Did you see the Palafox video? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yes. Oh, I think Travis Gaff enjoys it. Travis sad. Like. That, I would have they were that. good because it was obviously like at Worlds it's going to be full of Korean and Chinese yeah, 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 stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. So obviously, it's really funny. It was and Palafox was a good person to do that with. Um, yeah. Also, like it's it's ridiculous that they haven't done pop quizzes, right? Like, so Emily Rand did some did some uh, did some light-hearted content with the players, but you can't find it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I remember the lighting rounds. In, yeah, it's within the it's within the videos mm-hmm. themselves. And if this was in LEC, that would just be its own like playlist, you know, like they do with pop yeah. quiz. 
So, so I think there's a lot more that they can do. Um, uh, you know, the, the Travis, the Travis thing where he goes around and asks people how much they paid for their ticket. I don't think Ryan will ever do stuff like that. Um, but, but you know, there, there, there is more lighthearted content you can do. And honestly, it's important that Riot does some of that content because, you know, things like voice comms, sure, you know, there's been no like L LCS voice comms, like LEC voice comms, because it's been responsibility of the team. But how do you, when it's only team fans who go to teams YouTube, right? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Before EG won LCS, so when you win LCS, then more people start to come, right? But before <laughs> yeah. EG won LCS, who is looking at EG voice comms besides EG? No fans? one. No one, right? So yeah. How do you introduce it to more people? You you go on the broadcast, right? And you uh, you show people from each team, right? Uh, yeah, so that's what I would say on that. Yeah, like, I mean, right. there's, like, such obvious things that I'm... And I'm confident that, like, the people at LCS are, like, working on this because, like there have been a lot of changes and I've talked to the people who are like working on this kind of stuff and they seem passionate and they're listening to people. So I'm happy about that. But it's like, there's little things like there's the three minute breaks, like every whatever, 15 minutes or whatever of broadcast. And it's like, just instead of putting a countdown timer, just throw on like three minutes of some team's like voice comms video or something. Oh, that would yeah. be good. If people are going to mute fun. and walk away anyway, you're not losing anyone. That would be good. Yeah. Right. Like yep. just throw something on. Like there's, and, yeah. you know, there's all this thing of, like, I know um, EG, like, struggles and, like, other orgs struggle sometimes to get players to show up for content or, like, do things that they aren't, like, specifically required to do. Yeah, I was, wait, was going to ask that, like, I was going to ask, like, do you know how hard it is to get players to do content? And, like, if it's hard, is there a way to make them more agreeable or make it more natural or something? I mean, honestly, I don't think there was any difficulty getting inspired or Vulcan to do content. It was hard with Danny, that's oh. fair. It was hard mm -hmm. with... Was it hard with Jojo? Kind of hard with Jojo. Like, you kind of have to... Stomach issues. Like, you have to... Stomach but, uh, Inspired. Inspired and Vulcan were, were, never, were never that problematic. Really? Um, when are we getting that Inspired and Vulcan talk show? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, you should request that. It would be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I because, like... EG, hire me, I'll make it happen. No, they asked, they asked all the players, like, who, which two people would you put on a talk show? And they were all saying Inspired and Vulcan. So it's sure. like, yeah. I mean, those those two guys are really, really charismatic. Like, um, like not not just not just esports level charismatic. I mean, like just general populace charismatic. Um, but uh, like yeah, impact impact was a bit hard. Uh, I'll be honest. Like mm -hmm. impact, you know, he he's got other things to do with it. You know, his his time is very very valuable. Is what I would say mm -hmm. about impact. But. Uh, but, you know, there are people who will do that kind of stuff, so use them. Um, okay. One of the reasons I'm sad Soul's not in the league, actually. Soul was really good on content. Do you remember that yeah. two weeks ago? <laughs> yes. I I yeah. really wanted Soul to come up. I, I want to... I, I don't know if I have the push for this, but I really want to have a conversation with him at some point. He won't be in LCS, so he won't be at LCS to talk to, but I, I want to try to figure out how to have a conversation with him because he's, like, genuinely... I saw him on camera, and I was like, this guy is, like superstar quality of camera work like really really good on camera like if he was a drama kid i, I would not be surprised at all like he was doing things that i'm like that's like proper like camera work he should hey. stream he should stream obviously why does he not stream mm -hmm. lack of confidence okay. maybe um I don't know. 
we are definitely pushing the limit of how long our podcast is supposed to be. So <laughs> I think like, it may be okay. time to wrap it up a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we can go down the list and do our shout outs. Um, obviously, my shout out is going to the same person. It always goes to 100 Thieves Busio. Thank you so much for being so slay and icon. And I really hope you find success in the LCS next year. And um, 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 I would also like to shout out the NA Men Twitter, which is recently launched. Um, it's just at NA Men Central on Twitter. Um, go follow us there. We have all of our stuff linked in our bio. We'll tweet out stuff about like all content that we make. Um, Andrea? Oh, I didn't think about anything, but uh, I want to shout out, you know, guys, how uh, people have been asking, like, did, where's the domino gonna fall and people are like when is impact gonna pick a team and it's been hilarious because impact has been posting on instagram like almost every day and he's posting like these really cool pictures of food and like pictures like of landscapes because he's on a vacation in japan and like he's just hard chilling meanwhile everyone here is like waiting for it's him to make really a decision so it's hilarious so i want to shout impact yep um yeah i'm excited also for for dominoes to fall speaking of off-season news my shout out will be for lcs swine up uh it's a project we've all been working on we all contribute some editing oh, figuring out that? tweets oh, um, oh yeah it was it's it's on the internet yeah, account like, we have it it's you, public it's fun if you scroll down and you can tell who wrote which tweet <laughs> yeah it's hilarious swine up, we're not we're not at all veiled about what swine up tweets are doing but we've gotten a lot of people saying that they love the account um that's the best part of off-season, which of course it is, because it's all true news. You and I purposefully spread um, misinformation on the internet. Yeah, I'll actually, I, I have leaks on, I have huh? leaks on where beer, oh. We did the Jojo Pian top one. That one was really funny. Oh, the Zeka, Zeka Jojo Pian top? Oh, that one, yeah. That I one was that. a lane. <laughs> yeah. Any tweet Classic. with the you word Jojo Pian in it is a lane. Okay, Any okay. tweet with the word tenacity in it? Except for the, it. except for the, I don't know if you saw the recent Fortnite one. Where it was like LCS okay, well, will transfer didn't lock use into the word a. Jojopian, but you... okay, yeah, that's, that's true. That one, but it just says Jojopian's face. Uh, um, <laughs> that one is not a lane. But yeah, I think Swine is really fun. Oh, for for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, first, a uh, shout out to Maxi and Maya who are like hard chilling and listening to this call right now. Um, and uh, shout out to Jojo because he's best boy. Shout out to Inspired because I've been working on his appreciation post and I feel like I'm going to have a PhD in JoJo's fired. I like, <laughs> being, I'm becoming a historian. Um, and also I'm, I'm turning 19 tomorrow. So I guess that's kind of pog. So yeah. Oh, pog. Happy birthday. I'm older than Thanks. Elaine, by the way, guys. Woo. Big W for me. For like four days. Big W. Five days. Thank you. I will hold all five of those days very passionately. So. Peter, do you have a shout-out? Yeah, uh, yeah shout-out to you guys. Uh, shout-out to you guys for, for covering Amateur Academy. I've seen you guys on other Discords. Uh, you know, it's it's important that people get their stories out there. Uh, apology shout-out to JoJo Inspired and Vulcan in case I've offended any of you guys for saying that you should be in Slytherin. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but no, thank you for having me on and, you know, keep, 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 doing, keep doing the good work, right? Like, it, it's important that a lot of these academy guys and a lot of these amateur guys get, get their stories told, not just the not just the ones that make it to LCS. And 
you know, I um, definitely I've seen I've seen you guys, especially Andrea, but but other, some of the rest of you as well. Um, Talking, watching Academy, watching Amateur, recognizing these guys and letting the public know how great they are, right? Because there's a lot of really cool stories out there, and sometimes I feel that they don't get told. But you only see it at the end, right? So when yep. they, when they're on stage, so. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to episode nine of the NMN podcast. Um, thank you to all of our friends who are constantly supporting us and shout um, out to Peter for us. being here and shout out. Thank yeah. you so much to Peter for, for coming on our on. podcast. We were like um, proposing it as a joke. And then he said, yes, we were like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, bye bye.